0: Like the temporary storage or something like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, is it
2: is it cash or is it cachet? Am I saying it wrong? Oh, I've never. I don't have much cash, so that's probably why I thought it was cachet. I just just
1: (laughs) Cash. I don't. I've never under. I just. Yeah. Cash cookies.
2: Cash. I gotta make a joke about that. Cash and then regular cash. It has to be a way to intertwine the two.
1: Yeah, but first you have to understand What? what the difference is, and I. Don't, I don't I don't it's not a, I don't it's I don't know.
2: hidden cash. You yeah. have so much hidden cash? Hidden, I have so right much hidden cash right under the mattress. Cash on my computer. I have hidden so cash. much hidden
1: cash on my computer. There you go. That's the winner. That's your new closer. That's my
2: new closer. Oh shit. Is that the big bang at the end? Mhm. Fuck. I'm getting stand That's ovations. joke <laughs> you've ever written. Oh, petty. I feel I feel insulted, but thank you. <laughs> Because I actually wrote a joke now. <laughs>
1: no, I have to write. i write today.
2: Oh my God. I you haven't written today? No.
1: Oh, what do. are you doing with your career? You know what? Really fucking blowing it. <laughs> really goddamn blowing it.
2: Yo. What up, world? It's your girl, oh, Kelly Howard. Here sharing my personal experiences on how being petty almost ruined my life yes all those petty ways and consuming my precious days just and petty thoughts just ugh why he parked like that Mm, why she looking at me is she can you believe she coming on my post saying xyz did what just pettiness just all consuming and i know you want to be less petty too Mm -hmm. don't you Check out these bars Hey. Be less petty with your time. Bye-bye. Be less petty with your mind. Be less petty with your blank. All that petty shit is love. Be less petty with your friends love first make amends be less petty with your life be less petty with your wife okay be less petty with your mom be less petty with your job be less petty be less petty be less petty petty, baby body aches migraine chronic illness pains. all it comes from is being petty Hey, i'm telling you now uh uh-huh you don't want to do it nope because that petty shit We'll have you in room? Social media? yep. be less petty there. Cause all them petty comments ain't gonna get you nowhere. You don't even wanna be petty. I feel it. You just doing it. Cause it's socially acceptable. But don't nobody want no more. We wanna move on to a new time where we can love and spit these rhymes. Like what? I wanna love everybody. But is that even possible with this petty behavior? I start singing, it was just in me. Now my ears are ringing. My ears are ringing. I was just only to have to make. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to season one of Be Less Petty, the podcast. This season, we are focusing specifically on relationships. Uh, I am your host, Kelly Howard, and I'm sitting here with my amazing co-host, the handsome and sexy Mr. Mike Jew. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And in studio today, I thought it'd be really cool to talk to an entertainer, as I am an entertainer, and someone that is in a committed relationship as an entertainer and they're both entertainers, her and her partner. So why not talk to her about their personal experiences? Welcome to the studio, guys. Alex Kuman.
1: Thank you. Hello. Very good friend of mine, by the way.
2: Uh, We do a lot of great shows today. I mean, today. Together, Diamond Comedy Hour at the Laugh Factory is one that she produces. She's amazing. So we're going to have a lot of great conversation with her. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here.
2: Yeah, I'm happy you're here, too. Uh, Maddie couldn't make it. Um, I know.
1: I know. All good, though. Shout it's out to right. Maddie Ryan. Uh, yes.
2: A.K.A. her partner. A.K.A. my homeboy. A.K.A. <laughs> comedian in the hood. A.K.A. Okay. I'm just going to stop. I don't know why I feel the need to be ridiculous while you're on. Like, everybody else, I was super appropriate. But because you're. Well, because you know that. Well, because I feel like
1: that's how you always. like. <laughs> that's this, how I always. You're are. always. Are. You're this always ridiculous.
2: Am I? I oh, no. You are throwing some shots today. Yes, she shot me twice probably. already, guys.
1: Um. No, that's cuz it's like that this is not that's your natural. This that's is. That's your baseline.
2: This is my baseline, which is pretty fucked up cuz it's like where do I go from here? <laughs> Only down, oh, no. apparently. Only down. Up. Up. Higher. Up. Always. Than this? Always higher. Gosh. Always higher. We also smoke weed together in case you yeah. guys didn't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. We've
2: Cats never, out of the bag. We've never actually smoked weed together.
1: Not like no. No. Well, we can change that right now. Uh. <laughs> Immediately.
2: <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. Um, I want to talk a little bit about you and being in entertainment and a mm-hmm. relationship. That's in itself is very difficult because as a stand-up comedian, as a woman,
1: mm-hmm. first and
2: foremost, as a female stand-up comedian, it's hard to even communicate with male comics. <laughs>
1: 100 percent on any level like we just don't have anything <laughs> and then you're
2: dating one that you've been with for three years three coming years. up on um,
1: yeah yeah like three years
2: how did you and maddie was it just in the industry and you saw each other like each other and was like oh let's do this or yeah yeah yeah
1: pretty much i like i had a crush on him like i remember the first time i saw him um uh, he was performing and i think it was before or right as i was starting stand-up but it, probably before and i was like i just thought he was so cute i thought he was so funny um and just kind of like secretly stalked him a little and then a few years ago just from you know when you're on shows a bunch with like the same person you're just running into that person all the time and that's just kind of how it was born
2: and so did you guys do that thing that comics do where they just fuck for a long time first
1: yeah you know <laughs> what we like we like were like dating pretty much like immediately nice. yeah committed yeah, yeah.
2: I could see that. Maddie yeah. doesn't seem like the guy that would just fuck no, comic women no. for fun. Yeah.
1: No, he's, yeah, he's not. <laughs> yeah. The, the, and good mean, for you. Good for you. Yeah, That's yeah, great. That's yeah, great news <laughs> for me.
2: So now I, could, I can only imagine the complexities of that being both stand up comedians. Because mm. I know that there's, for one, there's just a competitive edge to being a comedian anyway. Right. You always want to be the funniest one or the right. better one. So how do you guys deal with that conflict in your relationship? it's um or even if it is a conflict you may not have it
1: it's you know what it's it hasn't really been too big of an issue because he's he's uh just a bit further along in his career than I am so like we went on we went on the road together uh a couple months ago to Denver and we set up some some clubs and shows along the way and like he'll headline the club I'll feature um and and then for the other shows, when we were doing the same amount of time, like you know, we just kind of switch off who closes out here and there. But it's never felt—I've never felt like because um, I know that competition, like I know that feeling of like among comedians, like you just as much as you're like we're all succeeding, we we'll all do this. At the end of the day, it's one person on that state, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's either yeah. you or someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never felt—I've never felt that like uh, like how are you going to be on this show? And I'm not like. It, it's just always kinda evened out. It's it's never felt like one way or the other.
2: Do you guys help each other write?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like we don't we we're not like we don't like sit down and like write together, but like I'll we'll we'll bounce ideas off of each other, which is great. It's just nice to have like someone in your home that you're like, hey, I don't think this this joke works well or like how would you tag this? I think the most helpful like thing that has has come out of us both being comedians is being able to commiserate over, like, the really hard comedy shit, like, like, not feeling, like, so I did an audition a couple days ago, and, or, like, entertainment in general, like, did an audition, did not, like, I just was, like, did not feel good about it, and being able to call someone who has been in that exact Mm -hmm. position before, who knows what that feels like, and who can tell you, like, like, I've been there before, Here's why you don't need to worry about it, and, and, like, here's how you can deal with it better next time. Um, and so we do that with, like, I mean, like, just when you have a bad set, being able to talk to someone about it and, and say, like, here's where I think it went wrong, or, like, and it's been so helpful having someone who just fully, fully understands Yeah, that.
2: he knows what that feels like, yeah. just having a bad set, like, oh, yeah. I've had a bad set. Yeah, yeah. How long has uh, Maddie been doing comedy? Ten years. Okay, Dang. and so do you feel like him having him having been doing it longer is what also helps with the lack of competition? How long have you been doing comedy? Five years. Okay. So it's, um, like that you had, I, it's th- almost like you look up to him, like oh, yeah. you have more experience. Yeah. You're kind of a guide to what's coming next.
1: Absolutely, I really do. Cause and he's he's done a lot. Um, he's done a lot with like on camera stuff, doing like shows, and he did a, a, a movie a couple years ago, and he's getting commercials all the time, and like. That's that's a cool thing to be able to observe that and just see kind of like what it takes to do all that. And um, he's like so comfortable um, auditioning and and like, you know, I think he like booked a commercial recently and it was just like a like, oh, okay great. It's like it's so natural to him now, which is Mm -hmm. cool to see that it can be natural at some point. It doesn't have to it always does, be like, am I, always have to am, I am I gonna get it, am I gonna get it, am <laughs> yeah. I gonna get it, did I get it, did I get it, and it's like, oh, yeah. I got this thing, cool. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Or even like, and even like as I was starting, just being able to ask like, okay, so like what does like first refusal mean? Like what is that like, just like stuff that like, maybe I'm like embarrassed to ask, you know, my agent or, or whatever. Um, uh, But I do think him having more time under his belt has also led to, us not really feeling like I don't like. We're also not going or being cast for any of the same stuff. We're yeah. not like, like if you know, if they need a woman who talks about social issues, is gonna be me. And if they need like a, a guy who who is talking about like fun, like party, like really f- like fun, like fun comedy, quirky yeah. comedy, like that's that's gonna be him. Um, and and so I yeah.
2: And you guys are very different in comedy, and how does that... Like affect your relationship at all, or uh, not necessarily your relationship, but how does that affect even the joke writing process, right? Because you are very focused on social issues and Mm -hmm. things like that, and Mm -hmm. he's very much like groundhogs are sickly looking dogs. You know what I mean? (laughs) Am I right, my dudes? Right, Um, and that is how he. And he does sound like he's straight out of like a surfer magazine. Like it's so. (laughs) (laughs) And you're from Boston. You guys are complete opposites. Just in so many ways.
1: We are, but it's, but also not, like, he, it's, I definitely write, like, a lot about social justice issues and, you know, from, like, the work that I do and all that. Um, He is also very, like, involved and, and, like, gets it, is very smart about, about social issues and just, I think, just kind of veers more towards the. yeah. (laughs) groundhogs. But does that
2: affect what you could offer in terms of like writing with each other? Because so like you'll bounce ideas off of each other but does it feel like if you're bouncing an idea about something that's like I don't know um, just to throw it out there uh, the Me Too movement. Right. Right, Say you want to write a joke about that. Do you feel like he's somebody that you could bounce those ideas off of?
1: You know what? Yeah. Um, He he is very close with his mom and his sister um, who are both Uh, attorneys and they he like one of the things that I really value about our relationship is like I've never had to like explain I don't have to explain stuff (laughs) I don't have to like I don't have to explain why like sexual harassment is an issue or like explain like why like he he is he's very uh, like educated about a lot of stuff but also just from being so close to the women in his life like it just, I'm like, oh, I,
2: yeah,
1: I don't know. You get this already? Yeah. You already understand? Very cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, yeah, that, I guess I could see that. And he can probably tag up your jokes in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tag up his jokes in a heartbeat. I'm sorry. Yeah. Flip side. Where yeah. it's like, you know. Yeah, oh. and we'll,
1: and yeah, when we were on the road together, just kind of like, hey, like, you know, maybe like tweak this a little or change that, swap these words around or like that sounded a little off. Let's try it this way. Like we were both doing that without you know we can both do that without issue
2: now how is that approach exactly because i know that telling somebody how to change a joke can be almost yeah. like signing your death certificate <laughs> you know what i mean like that joke doesn't work like that why don't you try it like this bitch who do you know about yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's like yeah. that attack yeah and maybe it's the the age thing again like he's been doing it for 10 years yeah. so it's not as bad but it's, uh, it's
1: i actually don't mind when people like I've never minded that. I can I can oh, that's absolutely just me? Okay, cool, see. Cool, 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 no 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 <laughs> no 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 no. That's most comedic. Like I I also I think the circumstances are different. Like I can see. I've had I've had dudes who don't do comedy come up to me after a show and be like, "Hey, that was really funny, but if you did it this way, I'm like, no, I don't respect you." Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't respect. But if it's like if it's like another comedian who has you know been doing this for a while and who tells me a tag that. Actually, might work for sure, Um, and that's usually usually what it is. And so with him, just we know each other so well too. Like it's not we both know that it's coming from a place of like, I think this joke will work better if it goes this way. Not like a I'm gonna I'm gonna make this funnier for you. Right. It's like no, you're gonna benefit from this. Yeah. I think or or trying this at least.
2: Right. Now I also noticed that you guys don't really you talk more about even though you talk about social issues Mm -hmm. you also infuse a lot of your personal experiences Mm -hmm. within those social issues but I have never heard you talk about Maddie on stage I've never heard you talk about your relationship is there a specific reason for that
1: no I've done a couple of jokes like my like boyfriend like farted like farting joke like that's about him um (laughs) (laughs) that joke that fart joke that fart joke totally (laughs) Mm, that's him. oh no 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 I um (laughs) am the one farting all the time um It's maybe a medical issue. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. That's gross. It's bad. Um, you just ate bean soup, so take <laughs> I <did>. it easy. <laughs> I know, right? In an hour, I'm going yeah. to Yeah, you have just fun with you. her in this
2: tiny room. Shit. <laughs> About me farting, he been. I say not a damn thing. I just gotta day. eat
1: a bowl of ice cream and we're good.
0: He, he eat a bowl of ice cream and be like, oh, killed revenge. the house. This is what revenge looks like, honey. But even when ice you don't cream. eat ice cream, is constant revenge. What's happening day. to That's your not insides? Not always true. Bullshit.
2: Every time. Every time. I just had to make you stand outside the car yesterday because you were farting that was and true. tried to get in the car. That's, That's what
1: true. happens.
2: And he hadn't had no ice cream. It (laughs) it's just his ass is explosive.
1: That's hey, you know what? Sometimes that happens. Pressure. And it's that's the body just doing what the body does, you know? Better out than in. Yes. right? So
2: you you don't talk about him much on stage. Yeah. You know, I
1: don't I haven't like written too many uh joke. Yeah, I really haven't actually. Um like when we first started we had like we had this like fight at a restaurant that I wrote a joke about um, that was pretty fun. But then, aside from that, you know what I real, like, not that I, if I wrote a joke, it, it would be like punching down on him, but um, I remember when I first started, I was telling a lot of jokes about like my parents and their divorce, and mm-hmm. I was like, really loved it, was behind it, super fun. Uh, and then I told them in front of my parents one day, and I was like, ooh. That did not feel as good, um, and realize that like I would rather have the my comedy be my experience, and and like if I don't want to like bring other people into it, I don't know. I you know my I, I, wife I'm, my yeah. wife has a completely different. <laughs> <point>. All my <laughs> shit is about him. Everything
2: she I says follows
0: say a completely different. Is about my. Than what you I haven't noticed. Mentioned.
1: You
2: had because noticed I, had I know cuz that don't make it obvious. What? <laughs>
0: hey, so much I actually talked to my th- I talked to my therapist about it.
1: <laughs> I Yeah, how do
2: you like what's that that wh- it's, it's, it's not sure. We can spin it and ask him questions, why yeah, not? Yeah, hey, Fuck why not?
0: It. <laughs> it's it, I'll be honest, it's not the easiest thing to deal with, but it mm-hmm. is something that I have learned how to deal with. Mhm. Um, but it's still not it's not the easiest thing. The biggest thing is mainly and a lot of it is just me addressing my own insecurities. It's not her comedy I right would ask her right but I have in the past asked her but then I've had to come to terms with like you know this is her craft and yeah I, yeah and if I'm gonna be in this marriage and I have to develop thicker skin which will ultimately hopefully make me better if I don't go crazy right. but, <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> you know
2: I think there's it's, had to be some compromise for sure on both our parts I mean when I you know I think that the the approach prior to in fact In fact, he and I had a conversation about how he was like, I want you to be able to say whatever you want to say on stage. Don't Mm -hmm. feel the need to censor anything because you don't want to hurt my feelings. Right. Which is a point I had gotten to because I knew that some of the things I would say would hurt his feelings. So I would start avoiding talking about certain things. Right. And and honestly, when I felt the need to avoid it is when I wanted to say certain shit even more. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, I can't talk about this. Well, now I fucking want to talk about it's it. Like telling and it was, your
1: kids and they can't drink. It's and like, yeah, and oh. it was like a
2: resentment there yeah. almost for for not being able to discuss these things on stage, right. having that freedom. But right. since he's told me, like, hey, I don't care if you say yeah. anything, it's almost like I'm very careful in how I write a joke yeah. to make sure that it's supporting him and it's not making him look a certain way right. or degrading him in any way. So it's right. like, oh, I, I probably shouldn't say it that way. Maybe I can switch it up and say it this way right. where it's more of a compliment and yeah. more of a diss on myself or yeah, more of a diss, that, you know, instead of just him being the butt of, of like, my joke every time.
1: Well, because I think also just like that comedy trope of like, oh, like, usually it's like, oh, my wife. like yeah. That's just so overdone. And like, I'm sure like the flip side, like you just hear a lot of people like complaining about their partner, complaining about this. And, that, and I'm like, that's not that's not, you know, what what I have written about or, or would want to write about. Um, but. I just haven't like sat I haven't like sat down and be like I'm going to write jokes about my relationship with with Matt, you know, cuz it's you know, I think it's also just like everybody knows who he is too. And yeah. so it's not like again, not that well, I'm everybody like in right, everyone in the comedy world, everyone in the comedy world. Right, right, yeah. right. Which is it is you're fun though to. doing show when we're both on a same show together and I tell like the farting joke like and then he'll usually like say something about like, mm-hmm. "Oh, my girlfriend farted right on my <laughs> naked dick." Um <laughs>
2: uh <gasps> right yeah, <on> my naked- <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that's where it happened um that was a fun one to tell in front of his family um oh my god. yikes yikes oh my god yeah I, yeah I, I just I think I I think I'm just I'm just more inclined to write about different things right now for me at least
2: and do you feel yeah. like you'll ever get to a point where you're because t- I feel like at a certain point we start exploring the things in our in our life where right. we want to because the stage is that outlet, right? Mm-hmm. The stage is that place where we can say this bothers me or yeah. this is yeah. concerning to me or right. Right. is this just my insane thoughts? How do you guys think? Right? It's like right. that that outlet. Right. And so I would assume things happening in your relationship that you just don't yeah, talk yeah. about. Yeah,
1: yeah. I you know, I like I I do have like in my like little, you know, Notes of things to go back to is like revisiting like the like the couple fight like what happened like that is something that I'm like this could you know this is something that I could I could write about and I just want to make sure I'm doing it you know like you said like delicately where it's not like shitting on him because like, it's like I have I'm I have plenty of blame for every time when we have fights yeah um so that's definitely something that I have I have thought about like writing about and this. And we just moved in together uh, earlier Congrats. this year. Thank you. And so, um, like, it's it's just been going so well. There's not usually comedy comes from like pain, turbulence or just, pain or like stuff that's like which not is why working. I talk about
2: my husband. Yeah. And all my comedy. Kind of, I'm just. I'm kidding. We're laughing. Man. You can laugh. It's okay. <laughs> you see that?
1: Stare yeah, yeah that was me? terrifying. I He's was like, like I'll leave, she leave. Guys now. Um, this has been fun. <laughs>
2: And so you just haven't yeah. had anything it's it, it's been going so well
1: <laughs> like, I know like, um it's perfect um, there's nothing wrong Mary really. uh no it's just it's been going well there's there's not been like you know like the, the couple fight joke came out of like we had an argument and it was like something that I was like felt guilty about and like explored that and you know wrote about it and so um, you know that's kind of where it came from but I I've I've also just been really like just with everything that's going on right now out there out, you know in in the u.s just in our society like i've been more inclined to just be writing about like healthcare or like this other stuff that is also a part of my life
2: yeah yeah now do you feel like do you ever want, worry that he'll reach a certain level or a certain point in his career and that will ultimately impact your relationship? because you know when people get successful mm-hmm, or famous mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. in this industry yeah it's almost like they're never with that person that they kind of came up with. Like, right. it's very rare that you see that person follow them into success.
1: Right, 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 right. Um, I Unless they're married. Unless they're, yeah. <laughs> I just well, to that's not always the case. I it's not, but I just tried to make couples.
2: the comment better. Just <laughs> yeah, now. I was yeah, just It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not always the case. I was trying to pad it a little yeah, but it just, bit. Yeah, just but that it does, you know, you see that a lot. I hear, you yeah, see the breakup yeah, as soon as it happened, and Maddie is well right, on his way, so right. does, do you ever.
1: I, I, no, I'm not like, I'm not worried that like, getting famous will like why do you think that is
2: I don't know I think I, it, it's just dealing with c- ce- um, celebrity. I think it's just dealing with the amount of attention and stuff that comes with fame yeah and, and I feel like unless you have a partner that can completely understand that and be able to protect themselves in the process because you if you're if you're getting really famous it's kind of hard to try to protect your partner from what's coming from that. For one, you don't right. even know what that is. Mm-hmm. It's coming so fast, and it's like.
1: Well, when you have so, m- it's just, you get all, like, overnight, it's like everybody wants a little piece of you. Like, yeah. you just, your 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 attention and your focus shifts from one thing to a hundred things, and so I would imagine that the reason a lot of people, like, right. relationships kind of crumble when that happens is that it's like, this feeling of, like, being left behind by, by the person who is either not in the entertainment industry or hasn't, like, hit yet or whatever it is I I
0: think about that because I'm not in the entertainment industry and
2: but you are kind of
0: well not I'm back end well I don't know
2: you're not in the entertainment industry but you're a photographer for a lot of entertainers and you also do these huge massive parties (laughs) under you know what I mean like you're in it you're in the industry Mm -hmm. just not on the front line of well that's what
0: I mean though is that that's a different level of pressure because I know that at a certain point, I started to get a pretty big following in my photography, and that felt weird. I didn't like it. Really?
2: And, yeah. Yeah. He shut down everything when he got to. I, like, mean, no, I mean, granted, like there were 6, other 000. there were
0: other reasons. I was, you know, I mean, I was just trying to change my focus, right. my family and more on myself, and right. And um, but at the at the time, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to handle that pressure, right? And it did feel weird. And I do think about when Kelly, because Kelly is. Every year, she gradually continues to make mm-hmm. you know more you know leaps and bounds, and it's kind of um, so I see it coming, and I do wonder like man, how am I going to deal with that? You know, you read some of these articles, you see some of the you know the Instagram headlines, and it's like man, they really go Instagram after Instagram headlines, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but, but they, it's, they, go, yeah, they, go, they they go they go after people, you know, and it's um I'm like man, am I am I going to be able to handle that? And so I I do find myself kind of thinking about that. Not not I don't obsess over it. But it is, it is a thought. So I do wonder, yeah. right, I mean, you, you're both in the entertainment industry, right. both on the front line. So you guys have kind of – and I even felt it a little bit kind of how entertainers relate to each other when we were, back, when we were backstage over with the – Russell the, Peters. With the Russell Peters. Yeah. You, there's a different engagement with entertainers because you guys, by default, right, you, you kind of see the world and, and engage with the world much differently mm-hmm. than somebody like myself. Right, because that's just your career. That's what you do. You've broken through those comfort zones that majority of people have. So it is it is something that I, I think about.
1: Yeah, I think, and I I mean, I think especially for you, for your relationship, this I mean the whole like what we're doing right now. This like be less petty. Like, I think being aware of of and having like a, a sense of self. And I also think that like making it big after a certain age has got to be really helpful in staying mm. grounded too that's so true. That's like, true like you've been through so, mu- so, been, so much life right. yeah you, you, <laughs> you know you know who you are by you the time you see the danger zones you Yeah, know what, right. as yeah. opposed to a uh, Britney Spears who's, oh, we watched her from like oh, that had 15 to, be tough to on like her yeah where she is now and yeah. all the all the success and all the
2: failure. breakdowns right. and, yeah. the fa- and the and
1: qu- the whatever we call failure in this ridiculous yeah. industry you know and um so i think some like sometimes i'll get down you know if we all get like down i'm like oh man am i gonna am i gonna make it right. is this gonna is this gonna happen and then it's like i'm really actually grateful that like i i was pursuing other things mm-hmm. for a time and I, like grown into adulthood out out completely outside of a spotlight right. and like really know and still continuing to get to know who I am mm-hmm. but I think I also think like like yeah you're not in stand-up or comedy but like it's that's an adjacent you you're not in accounting right. you know you're not working <laughs> right. a nine to five job I think that when I've seen like just like comedians who are dating people that don't do comedy or not or don't do some sort of like musicians or something like that yeah they're nine to five and you're this and that and it's like I get I get why those relationships break down because again one of like the best things about dating another comedian is like he like if we have plans to go out and and one of us gets offered a, a a show for x amount of dollars or to open for some person who's coming through town like it's not even a question of like, yeah, of course, of course, you'll go do that, right? Like, that of matter. course, yeah, yeah. That that it's and it's and it's and it's not so it's not so much like like putting career before a person, but it's like knowing that like career has to come first um, sometimes. Yeah. like so, like that. Mm-hmm. Not nah, not all the time, but like like shows and stuff like this is this stuff that you have to like mm-hmm. put your time in and grind and do this for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think like. Like if like no just even like you've seen the industry from her perspective, but you also are part of part well, of. I've, some, I've had know? an
0: opportunity to see her her development and be understanding of what her career entails. Because my I do have a nine to five. I I do have a corporate job as well, mm-hmm. and um, but that also requires me to travel sometimes quite a bit, and so I I understand that there has to be support uh, mm-hmm. from the home front to kind of to go out there and and spend time away from home and deal with those things that mm-hmm. your conscience might have to kind of wrangle with while you're away from home or away from your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I get it from that standpoint. Yeah.
2: I also think what makes it work, though, is that he's still a creative. And see, that's Yeah. When, and that's the difference yeah. between a nine-to-five, like a serious nine-to-five where right. just like, I'm just going to I'm just going to jump in the rat race and do what I'm told I'm gonna to do. I'm going to go to school. I'm, I'm going to graduate. My I'm going to get a job. Yeah. I'm going to raise a family. I'm going to get the picket fence. Right. I'm going to drive the sob. Right. I'm going to do yeah. this life. This is how life looks. Yeah. And then you have somebody that is entertainment, which is completely spontaneous. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff that they do is haphazard, and it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. And if you don't have somebody mm-hmm. that understands that way of thinking, right. it's hard because right. they're just like, well, why can't you just be at home for dinner? And right. it's like,
0: 'Cause it is Because a I can't. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like
2: I I have a show at six thirty. Yeah. Right. That's why I can't be there by mm-hmm. seven. Right. It just doesn't make sense for me to come all the way home and do that yeah. and then go here. And they're like, but you don't love us. And yeah. it's like no. No,
1: it's not it. And
2: so him being a creative and knowing what that feels like yeah. to not want to be stuck in this box of yeah. how the world expects it to look. Yeah. That, I think, helps a lot with what we have and why it works because sure. I've dated guys that didn't get that. And, and I'm trying to be out here and do my thing. And right. every time I talk to somebody, they like, oh, you fucking him? What?
1: Yeah. How, Sway? Yeah. What is this?
2: This is a fan.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. You have to
2: be able to have that security within yourself right. to know that the way I move and the things I do are completely separate from who I am and what I you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's not me you're, doing this this way for my career. This
1: isn't. Yeah. Doesn't mean Separating, that I don't
2: care yeah. or that I'm gonna be a cheater. Right. Or that you know I just don't want to be at home. Yeah. Or I don't want to start like a late, family. Late, it's just, late nights
1: are a part of this. Like it's a part of a the part life of this. we live. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. A show ending at nine doesn't mean you're gonna be out of there at nine if you have. are right. just, just talking to you know. I think it's you also looking looking at, yeah. looking at the, you,
0: when you're dealing with somebody in entertainment or even when you're dealing with entertainment, it's you really have to exercise patience and be able to see kind of the the long-term vision of it mm-hmm. and not oh, focus yeah. on just the now yeah right? you as much yeah. as we're supposed to be present it's it also is very you have to be able to say well these are just the down moments of entertainment mm-hmm. right it's You're not getting you didn't get casted for that. You didn't get that audition. Right. But then there's those highs where, okay, you did get that voiceover. You did get the audition and you see it progressing. So when versus looking at what we're where we're not today. Right. Look at how far we've come from yesterday. Right. It's looking at it from that perspective. And when I look at Kelly's career and I was like, wow, look at how 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 much you've kind of developed and grown, not just the type of work you're getting, but also how you've kind of progressed as a comedian. Then you get the opportunity to say, okay, well, five years from now, this might look a lot different, right? And
2: the long -hmm. game. The long game. And, you know, (laughs) that's so funny, too, because I had told him, I was like, uh, I'm tired. Like, I don't I don't want to do this comedy thing anymore. And mm-hmm. he was like, Nope. Mm-hmm. You've invested, I've invested, be-. he said, right. I've yeah. invested too much into yeah. you. You're going to yeah. fucking yeah. finish this like, shit out. Yeah. Gonna, <laughs> sat, yeah.
0: Like, time, money, everything, sacrifice. Yeah. Like, no, like, damn it. This is for five year marriage. You work every fucking weekend. Like, yeah. we're, no. Right. You're, no. You're we have stuck. no date
1: nights.
2: Yeah. Like, you yeah. need to fucking you're stuck <laughs> in that figure shit. it out. You figure it out.
0: Get funny. Go be funny somewhere. Go make her yeah. laugh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. To wrap this <laughs> up, I do want to know what are your plans around like a family? Cause you guys have moved in together mm-hmm. and you've been together for three years. Mm-hmm. I mean, no diss, but you're not getting younger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Are, like yeah. what are the plans for that? Do you plan on having children? Are uh, you planning on getting married? Yeah.
1: Or? We haven't like, we haven't really talked about, uh, uh, that.
2: Cause how do you think yeah. that would, Im- I, I just want to more. So because I feel like when yeah. women, even if you're in a partnership where you guys are both right. entertainers yeah. and then the woman has the child yeah. that changes her life. way more than it changes the guy's life and so
1: yeah i i have like i'm like still teetering on like do i want
2: kids like do i
1: like i don't know i used to i used to be like for sure i want kids i wanted three kids and then i'm like well i'm 31 and like still like ramping this career like no time in the next five years will mm-hmm. that happen. You right. know, that can't happen. And then, then I'm looking at like, I'm like late 30s. I'm like, uh, I just, I wanna yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, it's, I think it's something, you know, we'll, we'll see kind of right. thing. And, and we'll have those conversations as they come. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it would all, it would all be nice. But I, 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 I feel that way. Like when I look at like, um, Like, Ali Wong was, like, the first comedian that I ever saw, like, do, like, really, like, have her pregnancy be, like, very central to her... Mm stand up um
2: she wore a tight dress on yeah, purpose she said so yeah. that you get like I'm you really pregnant as hell. you really see <laughs> yeah. and so
1: that was actually like helpful and i was just listening to um the the my next guest with david letterman the one with tina fey and she was mm-hmm. talking about how she had like her first kid at i think 40 and so it's like it's helpful to hear women talking about that yeah. too that's more so it's like like the the only uh, the only thing you're ever hearing is like like or just seeing all the Instagram posts of, this is my baby I'm th- I'm between the ages of x and x here's my here are my kids this is what we do the white picket fence the the marriage boom 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 you don't hear people about uh you know having kids a little later in life or like adopting or uh, mm-hmm. uh you know doing it differently because I think there just hasn't been a lot of Mothers doing comedy, talking about it, and, yeah. and or, or mothers in general ha- being given a voice to talk right. about this stuff. Yeah. Um. So it's you know it's something that I'm like kind of always kicking around in my head. I'm definitely not like ready for a kid right now uh, by any means. Um. But like, I'm I th- I'm not I'm not someone who's like I am or I'm not, and that is the final answer. Right. Like it's just it you n- don't you, know. you don't know you don't know what you yeah. Are today, yeah yeah.
2: Is there any advice that you would give to uh, couples a- in business together, or in entertainment together, or people that are dating? Anything that you've seemed to have valued in your relationship, like oh, this has definitely worked for us. We do this, and this mm-hmm. helps calm the storm because yeah. clearly there are storms.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I love that Maddie and I um, do a lot of non-comedy stuff. We're like very um, adamant about like, like if we both have a night off, like. We're not gonna go watch a comedy a show. Comedy, <laughs> so, like, so, what do you mean? We'll go. So, we were just like, I was, I'm from Boston. We were there last week. We were just hanging out with my family doing that. So, like, making sure we're like kind of taking little vacations here and there where we can. We both have like really flexible time right now, which has been really nice. Um, but we'll go explore the city, go to fun restaurants or go apple picking or go, you know, just like we like to do like. Stuff like mm-hmm. we went like glass blowing recently. Like doing stuff like that has been so helpful um, because we're together. Like we live together, and then we're not exactly like working in an office next to each other all day. But we're the at the industry. same clubs right. in the same industry, and so um, uh, being able to like just be ourselves away from away from mm-hmm. that comedy like, has yeah. been really helpful. That's good.
2: All right, guys, this was the conversation on love and entertainment. <laughs> be less petty with relationships um and i'm super excited that alex was able to come on and chat with Thank me you do you so want much. people to follow you on instagram or yeah LinkedIn? you want to uh, give them a handle yeah
1: at alex cumin k-u-m-i-n and then i run uh, diamond comedy hour first fridays of the month at 10 p.m and at the uh, Laugh, factory, uh, here at the here Laugh factory here in chicago and i run an all-female stand-up class called feminine Comique
2: yeah yeah this is amazing well thank you so very much thank for, you um, for having for me for joining us today um guys this is be less petty about relationships and thank you so much continue to listen to the series i'm out how you feeling Bay?
0: i'm feeling good
2: we both out <laughs> kelly howard mike <laughs> jew pays <laughs> Be less petty, baby. A very special thank you to Lisa Beasley, our producer with She Funny, as well as Teresa Stewart. Her company is Colored. She's responsible for all of our new branding and design and Cards Against Humanity for this donated studio space.